so today we have video. I'm going to read yeah. you something. Finally, we got video. Yeah. Okay. We were trying to record yesterday, <laughs> but then, uh, all right, let's just say we didn't get a charger. Okay. I'm going to read this to you and we're going to get your action, your reaction live. This, this just came in today. <clears throat> Someone posts. Assalamu alaikum. My child, my child will go to kindergarten next year. So I have to make a decision regarding his schooling soon. I'm confused between Alma Academy and Peace Terrace. Peace Terrace is closer to my home and very easy to commute. However, we follow the Hanafi fiqh and I've seen most Arab teachers there. And I've seen mostly Arab teachers there. Naturally, kids might incline towards the Shafi fiqh. Actually, my friend told me this. And will not prefer hand-slaughtered meat, will pray like them, etc. I don't mean to say Shafi fiqh is wrong. However, I want my kids to at least eat hand-slaughtered meat always. So confused. Please advise. How <laughs> <laughs> was that? Bay Area Muslims. Somebody asked that. Please advise. Where'd they ask this? Huh? Where'd they ask this? On on a on a Facebook page. Buy lunch for your kid then. If if you're if you're gonna be like imagine about imagine it. your life is so good you're deciding between like between two Islamic in. schools, and the thing that's like you're torn about is the lunch they provide. Whether yeah. it's hand slaughter. Ima- imagine like, like it's already halal, but you're just wanting wondering if it's like zabiha. Yeah. Just make your own lunch then. <laughs> That's a good point. Yeah, there you go. That's a that's good. Uh, so yeah, episode ten. Before we get into it, um, let's should we tell them about our new name? We could we could start with it. We can end with it. Okay, we're we're getting a new name. Um, yeah. th- we got some feedback. Uh, we as, we uh, spent I think three point two billion. Mm- I think it was million, million, depending on uh, depending on you know which currency you're using. Uh, but we 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 spent a lot of money on focus groups. Yeah, a lot of R and D went. A into lot this. of uh, so much R and D went into this. Yeah. We hired the best lawyers to make sure that our plan is bulletproof. Um, yeah, we can get sued in the future. Yeah, we'll probably get sued. Maybe I don't know. Um, but the new name of our podcast after this episode is gonna be. The Joe Muslim experience. Um, yeah. And yeah. if you think that we're being very clever with this name, then you're absolutely right. <laughs> we're being very clever with this it's name. So original. Very original. And if anybody out there has a similar name to our podcast. Don't copy us. Stop. Stop copying us. No, uh, no we chose this name because... Um, for some weird reason, the name Joe uh, is synonymous with your everyday layman. Um, 
and it could be short for Josephine, so I don't want any claims of um, sexism. So, and, uh, you know, the we just wanted to give controversial not not controversial just just so talk about on, like, talk about takes on current stuff. events with yeah. from a muslim lens just imagine Joe muslim the, like this, this week tonight last week tomorrow last week tonight i'm just this week words. tomorrow <laughs> just play on words on yeah so yeah anyway uh so that's gonna be the new name if you are subscribed to the, i don't know what's gonna happen to the if they're subscribed to this does it just show up as a different name on their Spotify? I don't know. I don't know. We don't think that far ahead. We only live yeah. in the now. Like, we still don't even have an intro for this video. <laughs> we have to. Any, anyways, um, did you. So, first topic we're going to talk about is actually. From, actually, before we even do yes. that, someone did ask yeah. about um, in the beginnings of our episode. See, we're getting feedback. Yeah. To give out, like, just a prompt like what like our topics for the day so they know if they need to skip it or not so like we'll just gonna talk about on, like our outlet like the, our outline okay is basically the, the we big start the big chunk of today's episode is going to be about the big news from today about saudi arabia saudi arabia and yemen and yemen yeah. normalizing relationships ending their freaking yeah but like we will start off with uh, current events, current events, stuff that happened within the past week or two. Yeah, since the last episode. Yeah. Um. So, anyways, so a view a listener actually said, "Hey, you guys should talk about this March sadness, March madness, <clears throat> March gladness." Um, the should basketball we, should tournament. We, should we say his name? If you want, you want to dox what? a guy. You know what? He's probably. He watches. He's actually one of our very like. He watches all our episodes. Gives okay. me a lot of feedback. You know what? Thanks, Ahmed Nuristani. You're gonna become famous one day when people watch this episode and they're like, "Who is that yeah. guy?" You're gonna and be the guy that shows up to like whatever convention we're yeah. at and confront us. Like, yeah. I'm your number one fan. Like those spot, <laughs> like the Spotify creators stuff. Have you, dude, have he's you gonna seen, be in our. He's gonna be with us. Have you seen that guy who legit? unabashedly asked elon musk for a job yeah he's like let me be your ceo cto or something like that mm -hmm. like at a comp like at some convention and he was like uh no yeah that was like four or five years ago yeah it was really sad um definitely a watch people die inside moment yeah um so march madness um congratulations to yukon for winning um they dominate they i don't know if they dominated but they definitely played a good game uh, they had to because they won, but uh, Adama <laughs> Sonogo. They they played a bad game, but they they won. Yeah, for sure. They scored more points than the other team, and that's all that matters. They could have they could have scored more points and won, or they could have scored less points and lost. And they chose the 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 first the one. Yeah, the former. The former. Uh, <laughs> Adama Sonogo from Mali, a Muslim basketball player who was fasting for Ramadan. Subhanallah, brother. And he uh, he won. And the your game. child. Get sick one day and Seriously. you say no, no. Dude, fasting. I worry about them, dude. Like sometimes, like I see like the bro, stuff that kids, they, bro. huh? They're kids. Yeah, so but kids. The, but like when I was a kid, like I was like excited to fast. Like now, now they're like these days. These kids honestly, I've had so many of those moments where I'm like, what the heck? Like, hey, why'd you break your fast? I'll I really wanted gummy bears. The, I'm, I'm, uh, this is gonna be like me making fun of myself. I didn't really start fasting the full thirty days until like high school middle of high school 
That's not good, man. I got my brother. That's what I'm saying. I worry. I, I mean, brother look, was fasting since he look was at you now. You're doing a podcast. Nine. Yeah, dude, freaking <laughs> podcast, bro. Who does that? Um, no. I cringe every now and again. I'm like, damn. Uh, Adama Sonogo won <clears throat> the most outstanding player. That's pretty dope. I think, you know, he definitely did uh, did us proud, us Muslimic people proud. So good for him. Yeah. Um, you think he got paid? Definitely didn't get paid. NCAA, man. He unless definitely got paid he, in experience. Unless he's in California, he could have been He's paid. not. It was UConn, University of Connecticut. Connecticut doesn't pay NCAA? I don't know. I'm not well, familiar with the laws there. So we'll have to find out later. It's such a small state. All those New England states, I feel like they should just be one state. New England. Yeah, but then like Democrats in the Senate would get screwed over, right? Because like, there's two in each. Right? I think we should just not have a Senate. You don't, don't think we should have a Senate? Have a parliamentary system like everyone else. Oh. Basically our House of Representatives. Because that's working out elsewhere. It works a lot better than ours, man. So you think you know better than the Founding Fathers? Okay, guy. <laughs> <laughs> um, speaking of Muslims, uh, Andrew Tote, the, <laughs> the newest Muslim sensation, was released from prison. Uh, did you see that amazing video of him just walking up and down his apartment? Yeah, that was a interesting video. He really was he was enjoying his cigar. Definitely. And that was once. That uh, was, it was dark outside, so I don't think he was fasting. No, I'm saying this was in like his like house. it was like after it oh, was yeah. after like iftar or it could have been before. Suhoor. It could have been his sahur cigar. Yeah, sahur cigars sponsoring this podcast. Anyway, but yeah. Um, <laughs> I just thought it was funny how he was like walking back and forth as if he had been betrayed or wronged when it was like, well, okay, hear me out. I do not like the guy and obviously he should be charged for, for the sex trafficking, but mm. the Romanian government shouldn't have kept him for so long without charging him. This is a normal thing in the U.S., but it shouldn't be normal. It shouldn't be a normal thing. What's the normal thing in the U.S.? Basically, you can get like imprisoned or put in in uh, jail mm -hmm. without being charged yet. No, no, you, can. no you can't. For a pretty long forty eight hours until like the really yeah misinformation baby. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure. Uh, I don't know. But I'm just gonna. But he shouldn't have. Yeah, been no, there for, for two yeah. months without being. Was charged. he charged in the end? Like, did they, did they finally know. were they like, yo, uh, we're charging you with? They didn't give him like. There's no official court. Not date recycling yet. your pizza boxes. There's no official court date yet or oh, anything. Well. He's on house arrest right now. I just thought it was funny how he kind of did it to himself. Like, you're the one who picked a fight with Greta Thunberg and outed the fact that you were in Romania. So, because of your pizza boxes. Yeah. Um, I'm into the cancer thing. Oh, yeah. I heard he had cancer. Yeah. Wasn't he trying to go to Dubai for that? Yeah. yeah. I wonder if that's going to come back up. Do you think so? Do you think he has cancer? I don't know, man. Honestly, I mean, don't know. He does smoke a lot, so it's very ooh, possible. Yeah, that's true. Very possible. I don't know. Speaking of, I th I feel like you had a very you you gave a very good take about how he's looking. Dude, you were saying that he's like chubby or something. I think yeah, bro, he put on fifteen pounds. That's fine. I think he I'm not saying it's not fine, but well, like I wish I was that way. Okay, yeah, okay, sure, but I'm saying I think the big debate that we were having is whether or not he has a dad bod now. And I, I, I think, think he does. A, I don't think it's. I think one. he does. I think it's again, again. Fit. There's a range of dad bods, right? There's like, there's, 
Andrew, I think Andrew Tate is like the at, at the fit end of the, like he is entering into dad bod territory. And then there is like Brendan Fraser dad bod. So I think he won, he won an Oscar. Yeah, he did win an Oscar. <laughs> <laughs> and Andrew Tate, where's your Oscar? Yeah, dude, if he wins he an said, Oscar, dude, he says, "Where's my Bugatti? Hey, where's my your Bugatti? Hair? Where's your hairline?" Um. Anyway. Speaking of other internet memes, Elon Ma uh, this week has been in the news a little bit. So are you familiar with what's been going on with... He, he switched uh, himself to Doge or the Twitter to Well, Doge? yeah, but now now he switched it back. So it's like oh, not, it's back? Yeah. So it's not even relevant anymore? I don't know. Now it's a white Twitter bird symbol. I think it's just going to be like... A white? Yeah, the, the bird oh, symbol used to be always? a blue a blue bird. I thought it was a white bird on. No, it was back. blue. It was a blue like so. If you go to Twitter right so now, so is it white on blue or blue on white? No, it's white on whatever your background is. Like if you you zebra black on white or white on black. Shoot the questions we ask on this podcast. That's crazy. Makes you think. Mm, yeah, so I bet there's a scientific. In- Did you know that a zebra, if you peel off its skin, it's striped underneath. Yeah, dude. I'm gonna use that information from now on. Remember, yeah, you know, that, when you dude, need to do an icebreaker. Did with you someone? did you know that though? I didn't. Did you know that? No, no you didn't. So I you didn't. like yeah. So if you yeah, if you have like, you think people ride zebras, like a horse? Um, I, I don't see why they wouldn't. Can you domesticate a zebra? I don't know. I mean, the ones in the zoos are pretty domesticated, right? Are they? Well, yeah. I don't know. In the zoo. But like the zoos don't domesticate animals. What? Yeah. Isn't they're that still wild animals? Yeah, but like zoo. they're used to humans. Are they used to them riding on them? Um, I Again, don't know. bro. The Can questions you ri- we ask, where are the answers? We're going to go ahead and ask ChatGPT. Oh, still asking me to log in. Screw you, ChatGPT. Um, then uh, speaking of ChatGPT and Elon Musk, you're about are you familiar with like the drama that's going on between them? Not really. Okay, so I don't know if you know this but he's a founding member of OpenAI, the organization around like the organization behind ChatGPT. He was there at the very beginning and he apparently offered to financially back them. All right? So he's like I'll give you guys like 100 million dollars something. Um and then he tried to become the CEO. And the board was like, no. Nah. another CEO of another company? Yeah, honestly. Was this company going to get any public funding by any chance? Yeah, exactly. So so apparently he tried to become the CEO. Mm-hmm. And they were like, no, we don't. When we're was good, this? We're good thing. It's like in 2015 or something like that. Oh, this like is way, old. Yeah, yeah. It's back so in this the is day. when he was still like popular. He was still <laughs> popping. I don't know. People still liked him. Yeah. So he left and was like, I'm taking my money with me since you guys don't want me to be your CEO. Kiss my butt. So he left. So they needed funding to, you know, it's expensive to Mm -hmm. to do what they're doing, right? Mainly to get resources. Why didn't they just ask us? Did they not know that we we need to start this this podcast as a tax write off? So, but thanks, Sam Altman. Um, but anyway, so they, they asked that, like, they, they basically were like, they had to change their model to become a for-profit and he's like pissed about it now. 
because he could have he could have had a piece of it. And it's very clear that he's just being a sore loser. Imagine Chad GPT. But but I I will say I will say I don't always agree with him. I do agree with him that we need to slow our roll. I don't think so. I think we need to I slow our roll. I think that was fine. I, I think this is just a big thing by people who are behind trying to catch up. I think that's stupid. Catch up to what? Catch up to what OpenAI has already done. Like they're like, dude, imagine being Google right now. Like, well, bro, they they'll definitely I, want I think you to that stop. this technology should be regulated responsibly. Yeah, sure. Let's yeah, get, that's that's what like, he's saying. He's not saying don't saying do that, it anymore. I thought they're saying I thought that whole like open letter was to like, hey, we should slow down our Well, yeah, I mean thing. you need to understand the implications of it. Like what is it? Like like this week they found out that like if you're putting sensitive data in there, it's being stored on their servers. So if you're if you're like if you're like looking I gotta disable my account real quick for the questions <laughs> I've been asking. <laughs> yeah, so like like there's things there's things like that that they need to understand. Um but yeah, so Elon Musk. Elon Ma. Um, I think it's fine. Huh? I think it's fine. You think it's gonna be okay? You think your job is gonna be safe? You it's think not, your job is safe? If it's not, they're coming not for your man. job. Okay. I like that sometimes. They're coming. It's coming for your job, dude. Chat GPT. Well, I get the the, the Andrew Yang thing, one thousand a month. Oh, UBI. Yeah. No. That'd be nice. They'll give it to Chat GPT. Of course. It'll, uh, you yeah. know, it's just one thing. So, but uh, yeah. sp- speaking, well, not really speaking. Segue here. Segue to our main topic. No. No. Okay. You attempted to talk to Chet Hanks. I did. <laughs> yeah, I did, and he still hasn't responded, man. Yeah. So Chet Hanks last week went on. <laughs> every time, I, every time I think okay, of him, I just white I can't, boy summer, man. What, I what cannot happened? get that video of him speaking in a Jamaican accent out of my dude. He did it for so long. Too. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, that whole phase of his life where he was just like, like, dude, what are you doing? I don't know. Hey, man. Yeah. Come on, man. It's kind of like just do it with us on this podcast. Yeah. So. <laughs> Uh, like last week he uh, last friday he posted on his instagram podcast it's the word podcast Podcast. and then he said something like if you message me podcast i will reply blah 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 one of my friends actually did message him podcast and it was kind of like it was like a like he messaged him was like what's up brother like this like very like and and then he was like (laughs) hold on um i have to okay so he ended up having like a very brief conversation with him it was like is this ch- the chet hanks what was he talking to him about <laughs> you actually want to know hold on this is not my joke this is my friend this is the like my friend is really like he's actually a funny guy oh you, you have friends yeah oh, i dude, have i wish i had friends i have at least two friends my mom and my brother do you my know brother. <laughs> My dad is like a very (laughs) close acquaintance. (laughs) The only people I talk to is you on this podcast. Well, yeah, I I I pay your family very well to allow you. I go back into my room and I just. Yeah, I pay your family very well to allow you. I imagine I have. (laughs) (laughs) So he messaged him podcast and he replies like, what's up? This Chet Hanks says, what's up? And he goes, hey, my friend says, hey, I'm a huge fan and I'd love to collab with you. I'm working on a couple projects. 
the main one is a reality TV show type project where we bring a few alpha male minded participants in on a simulated environment flight. We create the conditions of 9-11 and see if they can stop it and how they can handle it. The premise is, can you stop 9-11? I don't watch that. Chet Hanks replies, what are you looking for from me? My friend replies back, brother, I'm listening. Tell me about this program. Elite mindset coaching. And then he like lists like this thing. If you're in LA, we can do our sessions in person instead of. On oh, Zoom. he's down to do it. Yeah. Apparently. No, no, no. Like, no, no, no. Like, like this is still Chet Hanks. He gives him like, he gives him like a plan. Like one of these like oh. coaching plans. It's obvious like at this point what he's looking for. Um, and then he goes, respect. I understand the value of. Yeah. He's like, that's what my time costs, brother. And he, and he like, you know, basically. How this, much does it cost? Huh? How much? Uh, he says, twenty four seven. So what what is included in this plan is twenty four seven direct access to Chet Hanks. I get direct access. Twenty five hundred dollars a month or five ninety nine ninety nine for three months. Like five hundred and ninety nine dollars. No, no, five thousand nine hundred ninety nine dollars. Fifty nine ninety nine. Mm. Uh, so then he for goes three months access to him. Yeah, that sounds really weird. Twenty four seven. It's access to him. Access to Chet Hanks. Oh. Uh, and then is that you know, per hour by any chance. So so he what? What did you say? How much is that per hour? Oh, dude, I'm not gonna do the math. But it's it's what, actually what if we're only there for like three minutes. Well, I mean, that's kind of what he's doing, right? <laughs> like like who's gonna? He knows that the people that are gonna pay for this you aren't aren't. To, huh? You get my innuendos here. Yeah, I do. <laughs> but I'm trying to keep it PG. <laughs> um, okay. So then at the end, he goes, you know, like, keep in touch or whatever. And then he goes, one more question. Am I speaking to Chet or is this someone else running the account? And I'm about to play the recording. It's me, dude. That's the voice of Chet Hanks. Whoa, dude. We were blessed with so this my voice. friend... I don't want to be this guy, but my friend is cool with Chet Hanks. Dude, and my I know a guy who knows a guy. I know a guy who knows a guy who knows Exactly. That's six degrees of separation right there. Am I friends with Chet Hanks? Can I say he's my friend now? You can. Put it on your LinkedIn. I have one friend. Put it on your Twitter. (laughs) Um, But funny story about Chet Hanks. I was actually looking into his... uh, I was like, you know, like... I was looking at his Wikipedia page. Um... His father is Tom Hanks. Yeah. His mother is Rita Wilson. Mm-hmm. who's an actress. Rita Wilson's parents, her dad, Albanian Muslim. So Chet Hanks, come on this podcast and talk to us about your Muslim roots. That's what I'm going to say wow, about you, that. Yeah. That's crazy. Isn't that crazy? That's crazy. It's insane. He's 25%. <laughs> He's 25% Muslim. Dude, like just get another 25% then you're 50% Muslim and then get another 50% yeah and he's fully Muslim he's gonna have that like yeah exactly that's exactly how it then works. we might be able to do our podcast in Jannah then he can him. send his kids to that school that has the right madhab for him and um, of course yeah he'll be good to go anyway um, 
to the main topic. Let's get into the main the topic. Big news, bro. Coming so, out today on April 7th, 2023. Yeah. That's crazy. Anyways, yeah. so context to what we're about to talk about. Yeah. Recently, in 2016, Saudi Arabia and Iran lost. They, they ended formal ties. So they evacuated each like, respective country. Because countries. Saudi is Sunni and Iran is Shia. Not no, but <laughs> the Shia people is no, it's, it's not. <laughs> the Saudi still has. I'm joking. I'm yeah, joking, yeah. By the way, but like some people do actually think that. Yeah, and that's not true because Oman, for example, is a Shia country. What Oman is? Sorry for that. This is being edited in post. I meant to say Ibadi Muslim, not Shia. So whenever I say Shia Muslim for Oman, I meant Shia. Uh, so overall, Shia. Shia. I did not know that. Yeah, I didn't. Um, know that. But, but KSA, K- Kingdom of Saudi Arabia. KSA, Logan Paul's friend. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Saudi Arabia and Oman <laughs> have very close ties together. Bahrain okay. is also, I'm pretty sure. Well, I mean, they're Shia. right next to each other, right? Yeah, but like Yemen is too. Bahrain is Shia. It's pretty Shia. Bro, get out of here. I don't know if it's a majority, but it has a pretty big. Bahrain. Bahrain, yeah. What about one Bah? I don't know. Okay. There's also Shias in Saudi Arabia, also. No, I know. No, no, no. no. Like, I just didn't know that. Oman is a but Oman is, is like an over like there's Zaydi Shias they're not twelve or Shias. Oh okay. But anyways, that's completely. They're the normal ones, not the weird ones. No, like I'm not saying that either. <laughs> I know I'm joking. But, uh, what's it called? Um. So anyways, 2016 they broke formal ties. Mm. Each respective country evacuated their embassies and their diplomats. Mm. And then, as of March 10th of oh, this year, yeah. so like a month ago, China helped broker a peace agreement between the two countries. To bring back formal ties. Saudi Arabia and, and Iran. Iran. The reason okay. why we I didn't want to bring this up in our last few podcasts. I don't know if we did. I might have said it like very briefly. But we didn't do it as a main you topic. I listen to this honestly, shit? I thought it was BS. I'm like, okay, sure. They'll do this. And then within like a month, they're going to go back to add each other. It's okay. next, basically. Um, but yeah, they did that. And Iran, part of Iran's deal was that they would halt all their projects. Like in the Middle East, such as like their Houthis, their um, in Lebanon, the what are they called? Uh, I don't know. Hezbollah. Hezbollah. Oh. Like it was basically they would start like stopping doing all that stuff. Uh, not to be confused with Hezbollah. the popular Hezbollah, the, the popular social media yeah. star Hezbollah. Yeah. Who, the, by the way, the, my friend who, my friend who's friends with Chet Hanks, loves that guy. Oh yeah! I thought you said he knows him. I'm like, what? no, he's he he's working his way up. He's he's like, I'm gonna start with Chet Hanks, and then I'm gonna, you know, work get my way Hezbollah. up, and you know, get to Hezbollah, and then you know, we'll see. We'll see where he gets. The world there. is your oyster at that yeah. point. Okay. So. But anyways, <laughs> so yeah, um, they did that, mm. and then I, we didn't talk about it because I thought it was gonna be BS, and then today I open up my phone and I see that Yemen and Saudi Arabia are coming to a peace agreement okay they're ceasing all their stuff and yemen ties into this because they it, it was iran and sorry yemen and saudi arabia were kind of at, okay. fighting a war so 2015 was it a proxy war between iran yeah, and saudi arabia okay. war between iran and saudi okay. arabia iran has the houthis which are, i think are in northern yemen mm. and saudi arabia was backing the former government in southern yemen mm. okay. and it's been eight years the largest humanitarian crisis in yes. the world yes a lot of people are dying mm-hmm. but anyways 
um, after this, the Houthis and the Saudis are coming together, inshallah. Mm. And I'll bring, I'll give you a quote from, uh, I believe it was a Yemeni official saying the discussions are focused on full reopening of Yemen's ports and airports, payment of wages of public servants, mm. a rebuilding process, and a political transition. Okay, that's big. According to a Yemeni official, this peace plan is is uh, going to suspend hostilities mm-hmm. and s- dude yeah that's big that is big that is big i mean I, I'm f- first of all big for many reasons first of all china brokering the peace that's between huge. saudi that arabia help, that, that yeah about that mm. that also shows that the u.s their role in the middle east exactly. is dwindling really fast i i think it's been dwindling for a fine. while like i think that's when iran fine. when iran decided to when, when the u.s decided to pull out of that nuclear deal with iran Sorry, not when the U.S. When Trump decided to do that. Um, yeah, even though they were abiding by the rules. Yeah. They, uh, I, I, I was like, okay, this is like, this is it. Like our, this is like exactly, if, if you didn't like Hillary, right? I have my thoughts on Hillary. You have your thoughts on Hillary. Of course. At the very least, she wouldn't, have done that she wouldn't have looked like an absolute yeah so okay so something happened yeah i don't know why we're not gonna have video for this entire episode no we will it's just for the entire episode yeah oh you started again starting again yeah what up anyway Uh, i don't know what i was saying yeah something happened what were you saying Uh, i was i I think i was talking about like trump like the way that the way that trump handled um foreign affairs pretty awful like i thought obama was bad like his foreign policy wasn't great it was awful but compared to like how trump did it remember yeah. when we were about to go to war with new with north korea did you like remember for like for a hot minute kill, you remember when we literally killed the top general in iran yeah well i mean obama killed people too I, like again yeah, I'm, but we I'm not here to ex- i'm not here to sing like, obama's yeah. praises either yeah, but we didn't kill but i'm gonna say like what i was trying to say as re- i'm gonna try to keep it on topic here um what you were saying about the role of the u.s dwindling right this is this is an ex- like this is what you get now china china is aren't they investing like a buttload of money in the middle east right now Silk Road like yeah, yeah 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 they are which again, I like again, I honestly, don't really care too much. I think the U.S. should get out. It's just a bunch of money going into a pit that's never gonna affect a normal American. Yeah. Like I don't know why we're even in so, there. So it's it's kind of wants to dwindle there. Let them dwindle there. Yeah, dibble dabble in Middle Eastern <laughs> affairs. So <laughs> no, the, the um. So the actual yeah. deal. Let me tell you what's on the actual deal. So the actual deal. You have access to the actual deal. Well, it's through Reuters. Did they docu sign it? How did that? How does that stuff happen? By the way, when countries like reach an agreement, I'm pretty. I, sure I want to know, like, conference. like the like. Okay. A lot, well, a lot of my work in the past has been like in legal operation stuff, so I know like what happens when like if you and me reach an agreement, stuff like that. Like, you sign a contract, I sign a contract. Do countries do that? Like, is there like a big DocuSign account that like, <laughs> hey, this is you've received? Have you ever signed something with DocuSign? No. Okay, inshallah, when you get your first like, like job that requires that, okay, you get an email from the company and they're like, hey, we use DocuSign, open this document, 
agree that you're going to sign electronic signature or whatever and you sign it electronically, right? I think they have a more Do you think they have method. that? I think theirs is a bit more uh, I really wonder. Like pretty sure it's not DocuSign. I hope it's not. Dude, it's what if it what important. if it is, dude? What it if it should just be PDF, you fill it in with the Yeah, just like, "Hey, hey, can you pull up the agreement? You're not supposed to do that." It's like, "Hold on, let me open my Google Dr- Saudi Arabia's Google Drive real quick." I wonder. Or is that on an actual piece of paper? I'm pretty sure it's on an actual piece of paper because they actually met. At least Iran and Saudi officials did. Um, okay. So I, just, I was just curious about that. The actual deal, what it, what, what they're talking about. Mm. So so far they ha- they haven't met, but they are. They put like the wheels are turning. They're already there's a couple things. That yeah. So happened. they have a they have like they're a planned. There's meeting. A, there's a principle or there's yes. an intent. There's to a planned meeting and there's stuff already being like the path is being made. Okay. Uh, there would be a discussion for the exchange of all prisoners being held and direct engagement with the Yemeni government. This is for the Houthis. Oh. They, so they'll basically try to get the prisoners, mm-hmm. like um, soldiers and shit like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Houthis will receive a salary payment for all civil servants that are in their controlled areas. So basically any civil servant in Houthi-controlled areas, mm. I think the Yemeni or the Saudi government will start giving them salaries for that. So doctors, police, stuff like that. Okay. So they're gonna, have, they're literally gonna be paid by the people who are like killing them. Bro, that's um, hella dope. I, I this is I, actually really good. I'm not, I'm not familiar with like. Whenever we study peace treaties and stuff like that, like we're always studying about it in the past. This is the first I think time. This is a. This is like. Do do they normally? Because like it's usually like we will end the war. Okay, we will end the war. Thank I, you. I don't know. If, this is like, know. hey, we're gonna give you. If you're a doctor, don't worry. You're going to get money. Yeah, so so civil servants will get paid salaries because like, you know. Yeah. Um, and the reason why they're going to do that is in addition God damn, to dude, all this. War, pro- war-torn countries and they're still, they get national nationalized health care? I don't think so. I don't think they're nationalized. <laughs> I mean, the government's paying them. Um, Houthis, <laughs> Houthis will, uh, they'll also, what else? They will be easing restrictions on the Sana'a airport and the port in Hodeida. Hodeida, yeah. Okay. The port in Hodeida, which is the largest port in Yemen that receives the majority, before the war, received the majority of all their imports. Okay. And we'll talk about their imports and why it's so important. Coffee. No, that's imports. <laughs> <laughs> uh, in addition to all this, the Houthis also agreed to negotiate with the Yemeni government over a two-year transitional period. That is a big one. So, our, because, our, sorry, I'll let you finish. Yeah, so this transitional period would be a sign that, inshallah, Yemen will come together as a unified government that's huge so that's what i was going to ask is this a saudi brokered peace deal between the northern and southern parts of yemen i don't know who brokered the agreement but there's definitely going to there's going to be dialogue between the two yemeni sides the two yemeni governments the saudi side and Uh the iranian and the saudi side because they are oh sorry it is brokered by the almanis that's who brokered the agreement Almen. interesting Almen brokered the agreement between the ksa and the houthis isn't Amen the one with the president? He looks like your dad. I think that's their, their former king oh, okay. who died. Oh, but yeah. <laughs> Whoops. Amen, extremely based country. They went from talks similar to the UAE of normalizing relations with Israel mm. to actually making it illegal to normalize relations with Israel. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, damn, okay. They were like, that's in there, they got the DocuSign. They're like, wait a second. No, 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 no. They no. did not sign that document. Okay. Which country is it? Is it Oman? It's no, the no. one neighboring Yemen. No, no, no. There's a country that 
in in that region that has normalized relationships. UAE. Oh, okay. I think Saudi Arabia was about to, and then they did the whole flip the script and actually normalize with Iran. That was actually one of the big ones because people actually thought that the Abraham Accords would normalize between Saudi and Israel. It didn't. It actually normalized between Saudi and Iran. But those were done by Jared Kushner. Dude, Jared Kushner. The genius. The genius man. Um, But yeah, well, (laughs) I think Bahrain and Qatar. No, Qatar, I don't know. Honestly, there is another Arab country that has normalized. I think it might be Bahrain. Mm. I don't know. Mm. Um, But anyways, so the direct results of this... Is the end of this conflict that's been happening since 2015? Yeah, this Eight is years this is like of just a bloodbath. Honestly, and I know this is an awful like thought to have, but like every day I would hear about like stuff like this. I'm like, and I don't mean this in like a heartless way, but like I'm always like, aren't they going to run out of people to kill? Like the the rate that they were going was just yeah, so. I'll actually talk about. We'll, we'll get to that. Just the we'll get to. They were running out of people to kill, and they were no, like, "All right, no, 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 the amount of like the how bad this affected Yemen, isn't it like in Yemen? It was horrible. okay. I'll, yeah, you, so, you you've done your research. So, so they I'll, halted I'll, attacks on infrastructure on they'll halt attacks on oil infrastructure. So we talked about F one racing and how they hit a mm, uh, refinery. Mm, They're gonna stop doing that. Mm, um, they'll open all highways. This is another sign of like, hey, they're normalizing relations with the other Yemen, which is I think it's it's extremely important. Mm, like the two countries trying to form one government um opening all highways is going to be huge for trade and resources like food medicine stuff like that mm. getting into areas that need it mm. um and they'll end the siege on ties ties something like that mm-hmm. t-a-i-z like, i think dies yeah something the, like that um which is a the saudi-backed yemeni government's city huh. um so what this means reopening yemen mm-hmm. is that the ports all, all the ports are going to be opened up for trade and for receiving imports uh security checks are going to be taken away so according to abu Bakr abid the deputy head of yemen's chamber of commerce told reuters that ships would not have to stop at Sorry, saudi it's pronounced Daiz. Daiz? Daiz. Daiz. Mm-hmm. um that uh ships won't have to stop at very basically jidda because mm. there would be a security check in Jeddah, which would basically see if there's any banned materials, any banned imports going into Yemen. Like pornography? No, like food and oh. medicine. A lot of banned material. There's a lot of banned imports. It was mm. horrible. Literally, it's, it's a war crime. Food like doing. corn. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what? And this would be the first Corn time, is food, bro. This would be the first time since the war that mm. imports would be going, like, like the port in Hudaybiyah. The biggest one is finally going to start getting stuff like that. Mm. Um, and just to tell you what goods were banned, this includes food, fuel, and medicine. I and mean, what is, else is and there? This is where we're going to get to the the numbers. Wait, wait, time out, time out, time out. Sorry, I keep interrupting, but I'm, I'm actually asking, like, then what was let in? Very little. There was almost food, nothing. medicine, and what was it? Fuel. Like that's oil. like the three that's it there's that's nothing it. else that you need like as a society yeah what, like what little. else what else what else so was? just to put so yemen context yemen is the poorest arab country in the middle i think the poorest country in the middle east which is pretty hard it's a pretty, yeah that's pretty a very hard bar, that's like, a very yeah a very big not accomplishment but that's hard yeah to be the poorest it, yeah, yeah yeah um they 80 to 90 percent of 
of all their food, fuel, and meds are all imported. That everything, like 80% of their stuff is imported, 80 to 90%. Uh-huh. And it was all blocked off, basically. So the res- direct result of that was the worst, according to the United Nations and uh, humanity, something watch, um, humanity, human rights watch, human rights watch. Uh-huh. This was the worst humanitarian crisis, like in recorded the 21st, like, record in the 21st century. Oh, least. okay. What is Again, that's a huge... Dude, Iraq war happened during that. Yeah. So this is the biggest humanitarian... Palestine is happening during that. Um, this cut, In 2017, the population of Yemen was 30 million. 7 million people were dependent on food aid to survive. 7 million. That's 2017. That's only two years into the conflict. We're eight years in. Mm. So that clearly went up. Um, I don't have the numbers for that. One million people were having had cholera in 2017 because of clean water wasn't thing, and the reason why I'll talk about that. uh, This one um, problem called I don't know how to pronounce it diphtheria diphtheria yeah Uh um, was spreading because they didn't have access to the vaccine. This was actually going up in in Yemen, a a easily preventable uh, disease. And 2 million children in 2017 were malnourished. That's a lot. Um, and basically, in the, according, according to the Yemeni official, if his words... The, the one who's just yeah, talking about the... Or okay. One of the Yemeni officials, five, or Saudi, I don't know which one. 500 banned goods will be allowed, from fertilizers to batteries. So that has to include food and stuff like that. Yeah. And to talk about fuel, the reason why fuel is extremely important, it's not just for cars, it's not just for stuff like it's it's for generators, for hospitals, it's for biggest one, it's for clean water. All their clean water needs to be like processed. Needs needs, needs yeah. fuel to be uh cleaned. And that's why cholera had a huge outbreak in, in Yemen. Wow. Especially in the past 8 years. Cuz access to clean water freaking freaking stopped. You know what's crazy? But yeah. You know what's crazy? What's up? I don't know how true this is, but I, I was talking to my dad one time, and he was telling me that like Yemeni Arabs are like the closest to original. They Arabs. well, they are. They're like they're Aslan Arab. Yeah. They're most dude, like half of Saudi Arabia can can like uh, get their can easily. Dude, what am, what am I saying? I can't even say words anymore. Yeah, they can. There's a direct line between Yemenis and like Saudi Arabian tribes. Mm. Like, there's a direct line. Oh, they can, okay. Yeah, in their ancestry. Yeah, yeah. They are. They are like the original Arabs. That's insane, man. Yeah. So, and, oh, yeah. sorry. Go no, ahead. Go, go, I go, didn't go. know there was more. No, 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 no. no go. That's no, 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 no. I was gonna it. say it at the end. No, brother, please. Brother, go. I'm not going to talk until you say. So, what I wanted to talk about, what I wanted to ask you, is a potential future. What do you see in this deal that might happen? Well, here's the thing. You're going to need to... <laughs> How many horses are going to... No, I'm kidding. Um, Obviously. Like, what do you think? Are... So, I, I, what was the source of... And again, I'm again outing myself for being... Yeah, like, why did they start fighting? So, again, this was a proxy war between Iran and... Yeah, but like what... Saudis. Yeah, but like even proxy wars have a beginning. Like, there has to be like some sort of... Well, Saudi and Iran spark. Have, ever since like the revolution in Iran... Saudis always back the opposite side of what Iran backs, and Iran does the same with them. 
No, no, so, but this was just another opportunity for Iran to. No, I get. No, no, but this like, is a border. I mean, the action, but, but yeah, like even though it was a proxy war, there was there was fighting between Yemenis. Oh, Yemen has a huge Shia. So it was a Shia Sunni thing. That was that helped. That obviously that spark it. it. Yeah. So you had the Shia Houthis and you had the Sunni-backed Yemeni government. Okay. Which helped, like, for that really helped. Uh, you know what I think. It. Okay, so what I think will happen is. That Shia Sunni rift is never going to go away. That's not going to go away never in a go long away. time. Especially after eight years of this. What I, what I think is... Um, and sorry, just for context, Houthis yes. are notorious for not wanting the peace. Which is, this is why this is so big. Because they're, they're, they're trying to so have we, we, let's, so let's So let's slow yeah. down our rolls here. Yeah, yeah, get yeah. off our horse. But the fact that they're agreeing to this... Like, Stop feeding Houthi, the pigs. Like Houthi uh, officials are agreeing to this is landmark yeah so i mean israel always agrees i'm not uh, comparing houthis to yeah, israel yeah. i'm saying like so first of all let's see how this this the next couple of weeks months is going to be crucial days bro. is going to be crucial because yeah. it's like okay is it really over or are they just like you know yeah are they just because a lot of times what'll happen is like people will enter into these agreements and then something will happen two days later and be like hey we held up our end and hey yeah, so it actually uh, happened, I believe, in October when Saudi and Houthis weren't able to come to an agreement to extend their peace talks. Okay, so first of all, for the people of Yemen who are the most important and the most affected, yeah. this is obviously good news for them. I'm this, yeah. Um, what I think is going to happen, um, in Yemen more locally, is, you know, <laughs> it it can only get better than than what it's been. It's it's pretty bad. Yeah, I was actually just reading articles when I was talking when I was like, yeah. like looking over like our outline, like the amount of stuff that just went bad. Yeah, like dude, you had hospitals in Hudaybiyah, you had hospitals in, uh, freaking, Taiz mm. or how do you pronounce Taiz Taiz Ta Taiz Taiz Yeah, and a bunch of other cities. Um, they're talking about how fuel would run out and they would have, the hospitals can take over a thousand people and mm. they'd have a couple like hundred on all these machines and when the fuel runs out then, the generators yeah. go out yeah. and the hospital loses power and all these people are just gonna die so yemen is so landlocked it's, right it's not landlocked no it's on the ocean it's, it's on, on the, the red sea on one part almost okay yeah yeah, yeah you're whole. right it's at the bottom yeah, yeah. yeah. um so, and 80 percent of all their things were basically not being able because the only places you can get imports from were basically saudi backed ports which were in cities that were a lot smaller Mm. And they didn't have, or not necessarily smaller, but they had a lot smaller ports. Like Hudaybiyah, the port of Hudaybiyah is the largest port in Yemen, I believe. And it was, that's what they depend, like the country before the rift, before the civil war. Okay. It's what basically was like the lifeline of this country. It was this port that just took a lot of Yeah, imports. it's, it's kind of hard because like, now it's you're, open. You're, you're living in the shadow of this, probably the, one of the most wealth, like the wealthiest country in the region, right? Saudi, Saudi Arabia. Arabia. And then on the other side, you have... And you're also getting a freaking... And it's also a coalition. It's not just Saudi. Let's, let's spread the blame here also. Yeah. UAE. Yeah. I think Qatar. Pretty, I don't know how many others. You have the US, Yeah, yeah. But what, what I'm saying is like... like big, er, big two. Everybody, UAE, everybody marches to the Saudi. beat of Saudi's drum most of the time, right? Yeah. So what I think is going to happen is, you know, inshallah, like things are going to get better for for people in Yemen. Inshallah. Like if, if what you're saying is... if. If they go by the DocuSign agreement, um, on a broader scale, 
I think you're going to see, and we've already, like we already mentioned this, like the United States sphere of influence just shrink. Um, and that's not I always, I, I really always don't think that's a bad thing. I don't think that's a bad thing, but here's another thing. And I always think that this is going to happen, but never does. I think this is not good for Israel, obviously. Oh, this is horrible. Because a divided, divided Arabs, really, really good not for business. Not even Arabs, for, dude. Just, like, yeah, yeah. Divided, just divided people. Between, even between Iran and Saudi. Yeah, yeah. Keeping those two countries divided is like so literally I, integral to their What I don't think anyway. is going to happen is I don't think you're going to see like... Yemen all, all of a sudden become the next Saudi. or Omni No, no, no. no. I mean, I, again, Yemen I think is going <laughs> to... I hate to use this analogy. Remember freaking Theon Greyjoy from Game of Thrones? Yeah. I feel like Yemen is that right now. Beat down by everyone else. Except he, d- they didn't, he didn't lose his identity. Yemen is not like, my name is Reek. Yeah. Like they're still like, you know... Um, by the way, Yemeni people... Dude, Every Yemeni I know nice. is freaking dope as hell. Amazing. It's really just the funniest, lighthearted people that I yeah. know. And they've just been through just a lot of crap. Yeah. Um. So I think Yemen is going to stabilize and, you know, inshallah, things will get better. And I could just be talking out my ass right now and I don't know what I'm because t- tomorrow. Because it's, it's, it's a flare up. Yeah, this is. This is so it's a very delicate situation. Yeah. What I don't think is going to happen, I don't think, I mean, the hope is that like Saudi Arabia and Iran would like now gang up on. <laughs> the homies gang up on. <laughs> yeah. Big bully. But that's region. not going to happen, obviously. Um, so. Bro, even though the U.S.'s sphere of influence is diminishing. Yeah. It's, so not it's such a. Disappear. Yeah, exactly. It's such a. But I, I do think that this is, you know, one good thing good with and giant air quotes and it's a really it's it's been a long time since like some good news has happened in the middle east yeah honestly um i think the 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 good quote-unquote thing is that this is bad for netanyahu um because of what's going on in israel right now with with like like he he's holding on to parliament he's holding on to his like mandate by a thread and it's so like like this is just like a giant foreign relations L for him. Again, I do think like I don't think Saudi Arabia is just gonna be like now we are, you know, gonna ignore Israel in the, all over the place. I don't think that's gonna happen. So, but um, I think now on the flip side, China's sphere of influence. Oh, it's definitely um, already hit Afghanistan. It's, it's in Iran. It's yeah, it's yeah. Clearly, they're they're investing, and we've it's mentioned already in this. Central Africa a shit ton of money right now in the region and i saw an interesting term that i've never seen before the de-dollarization of just like the that that region has begun and it could be good for the united states you know now going back to the united states we spend a lot of money on i these don't countries think i think when like you just know to destroy in, those countries yeah in 50 years when we look back on this I think this whole, this whole whole saga between 1990 and now, maybe, is like a 30 year clusterfuck just of just bad decision after bad decision for what? For oil. That we didn't even get. I mean, there was, there was, there was, there was some, 
there was some there were some like short term victories that we got oil wise, but I think it's gonna be looked on worse than Vietnam. Like Vietnam yeah, it was lasted like, so much longer. Yeah, and it's affected and, so many more different countries. And I yeah, the, it killed so many in, more people. In Vietnam, the big casualties were the young people who went there and just died. Also, the Vietnamese were just massacred. Now it's gonna be the money. People are gonna look and be like, I don't know how many trillion dollars we spent there, but. It's I think for Afghanistan control. and Iraq alone, I think we spent two and a two and, yeah. two and a bit trillion. Yeah, and that and that's two countries. And that doesn't count like the the billions in foreign aid that we send to uh, Israel and, and things like that. And again, I'm I I don't want to turn this into the every episode we shit on Israel, but hey, I'd be fine with that. <laughs> I mean, th- there are other things <laughs> to talk about, but um, yeah, that that's what I think is gonna happen, and that's like a very shallow answer, but just like my gut reaction is that, um. It is good for whenever there's a war, it's bad, obviously. It's good for the people of Yemen to... And again, I, I haven't spoken to any Yemenis about this. Yeah, this is broke. To, I, uh, for us, it would be this morning. Yeah, yeah. So I, I don't know what they're... But I, I can't imagine that they're like upset by this. Maybe there are some people in, on the, in the Houthi camp who are like, we're giving in or something like that. But... Yeah. So here's according to the United Nations what they're hopeful for. Obviously this is going to be kind of naive, mm. but it's 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 hope mm. in a very dreadful 8 years of this war. It's it's hope. And mm. They they hope that this will bring a unified government finally back to instead of two separate governments in Yemen, they'll have one So before government. there were two separate governments? Is that in the was past that 8 the years there was the Houthi government Oh, in the past the 8 years. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So the the UN hopes to resume a peaceful political process which would lead to a transitional unity government if a ceasefire agreement is reached. Because that is actually the goal of both sides of this of this table between the Yemeni government mm. supported by Saudi and the Houthis. As they do want have, have they mentioned if they're going to make a new constitution? I think they have to. Because I think after Lebanese civil war civil war civil war, that's what they did, is they it's like in their constitution, Lebanon actually, their constitution is really interesting. It's like there's a certain amount of Shia, there's a certain amount, the president has to be a certain religion. Like it's a very. Yeah, I mean, the prime minister has to be Muslim and the president has to be Christian. Or yeah, something. something like that. And, and it's the thing very. Is they haven't actually done a. They just did a split to to ignore all like. Like uh, So in case like, let's say, because they haven't done, they haven't done like a, what's, what's it called? Counting like the population. Census. Uh, they haven't done a census since the yeah. civil war, so they're still using those numbers just huh. to stop any type of. Uh, you think? Yeah. Just to set a precedent that this is what's going to happen, so it doesn't keep changing. And like, okay. Fair another enough. Sectarian conflicts occur. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean that's a big. That's so, a big, yeah. that's a big W um, for for the region, I think, because. And this is the thing, because at the same time, mm. Saudi Arabia is also opening talks with Syria is also really big so syria since their civil war and when when was it i don't know man they broke freaking clown with his freaking with his little mustache his little hitler stash yeah yeah so this is this is obviously not as bright yeah syria they this guy strong armed his way into basically killing his population and staying in power remember when they um Sarin gas was it Sarin gas something like that yeah like all what, what city was it was it Mosul? Uh, well, 
It's the name of this city. It's like a really f- weird name. Uh, not Tripoli. Is Tripoli? Tripoli's in Libya. Yeah, no, not Tripoli. No, it's, it's, it's a city with a T. I forgot, but yeah, sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, so Syria, they're getting the... Um, Saudis are going to start opening dialogue with them. I want to know, honestly, your take on this, because this is not as easy. Because everyone wants to... Aleppo. Ho- I don't know why. Aleppo. Trip- Tripoli, Aleppo. Yeah, this- but yeah, so this one is a bit more controversial because like, yeah, this is because you're this is you're making the deal with the devil basically. Yeah, this guy is a, this is. I mean, honestly, objectively a horrible guy. Again, at this point, like, I like like what he's I was known as the butcher, bro. Yeah, you're I making I, a deal with. The I'm butcher. not saying he's a good he's a good thing. Like, I, I'm not saying this is a good thing, but because this is the thing, le- le- leaders come and go. Yeah, right. He's going to go eventually. I think this stops the bleeding for now, which is which is honestly could like Syria has been just destroyed. Beautiful like, country. It used yeah. to be such a beautiful country. And it's just been decimated and it's just by so many different powers from Russia to Turkey to the United States to yeah. Iran. It's, it's so just, many different powers at play. And the only and it one does, that it, lost consistently is the people, basically. Yeah. And uh, like I, I think it sucks that Bashar is there, and He's I, there. I was hoping to have another Gaddafi situation with him, but that didn't happen, obviously. And the because Syri- Syria was, was really weird, shitty, because the they ha- huh? The Gaddafi situation was really shitty. Yeah, no, I'm saying that they, that they, but at the end, like, <laughs> they had that video of him. Are you talking about like the Gaddafi getting killed? Yeah, yeah. I don't think he should have. I mean, I, I don't... Th- it's a lot... The country Just because you be, don't... like. Yeah, I, 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 rem- uh, yeah. I remember it was so controversial because people were like... Like Libyans especially were like, you don't understand. This man was a, was yeah, a, was a killer. Not, this yeah, man. Yeah. And I get that. Just cause, but, but like, I think at the end, I was like, just because I don't agree with how he died doesn't mean I don't agree with that he should have died. I don't think he should have died. I mean... Hot take. What do you think should have happened? The thing is, if you look at Libya before the civil war, and you look at Libya today, you got three co- different governments. You got like the one backed by France. I'm not. And the EU, I'm not. I'm not talking one backed by the U.S. And you got ISIS. You got slave trade. Yeah, I'm. Not, I'm not saying Libya has gotten better. It's gotten far worse. So you're saying he should have stayed in power? Yes. More Libyans have died now than. Well, then maybe Bashar. No, maybe Bashar is the same thing. Maybe. Maybe that's the thing. Maybe, but. Yeah, you'll Gaddafi never know. didn't go as far as to killing this as as many bro. People. Gaddafi he did, did awful. Things. Yeah, he did awful things. Don't get me wrong. This guy was not. Don't get me wrong. He did awful things. This guy was a clown, too. Yeah, like he, was a clown. <laughs> he would go do shit like camp in Central Park. Yeah, like a Bedouin. <laughs> but this is the thing, man. Oh man, the country was a lot, was stable. It had the highest well, living standards in all of Africa. Mm. It was better than. Better than Egypt? Better than Eastern, yeah. No, maybe. I don't believe you. It was better than Eastern Europe. Better than Skandaria? Better countries. than Skandaria? Yeah. I'm just kidding. They had um, fully funded universities. They had all that. But I don't no, want to... Yeah, derail yeah, yeah I don't want to derail. So like, then then, Syria. then maybe Syria is, you know, maybe, maybe that's the best maybe that's the best thing for and and again i am not (laughs) a little bit of technical difficulty with the the camera camera. anyway um yeah so what i was saying is one camp is saying that the syrians being able to you know um what were we talking about we were talking about how Bashar al-Assad is like normalizing relations with with syria Mm. 
um, one camp is saying this will make daily life for Syrians better, mm. while others say <clears throat> that this will set a precedent that if you can kill enough of your people and survive as long as you as you can, mm-hmm. then everyone will normalize relations with you eventually. It's just a waiting game of how many of your own people you can kill and how long you can last. Yeah, there's no good. There's no. There's no like. There's no good answer here. There's yeah. no good outcome for everybody here. Which is that's just real politique. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's just how it be. Unfortunately, but um, yeah. But you know, a big takeaway is Yemen. Yemen, inshallah, yeah. has a brighter future than it did before. And oh, and by the way, these Syria peace too. Talks, hopefully, these peace talks are planned to be done before April twentieth. Before I Rajmadaj is over. Before Eid al-Fitr. So hopefully the Yemeni people will have a nice, hopeful... How much coffee are we going to get out of this? That's the real deal here. That's the real, like, you know... Is that in your research? No, because you don't care about the everyday American. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, um, I think that's all we had for today. That's all we have. Um, Thank you guys. So can see us now. I can see my fat ass. Uh, the Joe Muslim Experience is the name of the podcast going forward. I mean, we might change it again after ten episodes. Who knows? Maybe we're just gonna keep changing. Maybe every episode paying, we change it so that if, like the amount of listeners that we have, you guys are like the real homies, the real OGs. Maybe we'll like switch it back to hashish. Maybe. Maybe we'll switch it to just. Uh yeah. I mean, who knows? Who does know? Nobody knows. Maybe we might just keep it the Joe Muslim experience and go on Joe Rogan's show. Exactly. Like, hey, welcome to the Joe Rogan experience. Like, so yeah, like, thanks. No problem, man. Thanks for you know, you having us the Joe Muslim experience. You know how I imagine Joe Muslim? As like, we're, we're two parts of his brain. He's like a character that we just You're made. the left side, I'm the right Dude, side. Dude, what if I, I like... like what you mean? What if like... You know what I mean? <laughs> what if I... Uh, well, uh, what if I pick a fight with <coughs> Greta Thunberg right now and uh, just <laughs> What was he thinking, man? What a that that was a bottom G moment. <laughs> what? <laughs> like a top G bottom. Yeah. Oh. Hamid. Come on, buddy. It's it, come on. Yeah. Anyway. Thanks for watching the Joe Muslim experience. It's your boys, Joe and Muslim. No, I'm Muslim. You're Joe. Allah and Shalom. See you guys next week. Mm-hmm.